Could not be more pleased to have back on the Rich Eisen podcast, Matt Damon. Are you one of those Patriot fans that takes Lee in the Jets and the butt fumbling? Scene? I made the Liberace movie this year, so that's fine. <laughs> There's some butt fumbling in that movie, a, too. Just a wee little bit. <laughs> Larry David, good to see you, sir. I think a lot of writers can be offensive coordinators. What's harder? If I could write stories, why would I be able to draw up a play? He is none other than Broadway, Joe Namath. If Mark were to get the nod, and if he played decently, if, uh, if, what a big word for only two letters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Cannavale. I told you my Derek Jeter story. I had Yankees, Atlanta, for the World Series. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He doesn't even look at me. Finally, last at bat, eighth <laughs> inning, yeah. Jeter comes up. Derek! Just turn around, man! Just turn around! <laughs> Finally, he like dumb. He does the thing with the weight. He's about to go up. He turns around. He looks at me. He goes, "Bro, I hear you." <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody, it's a new edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. As promised, it is edition number two of the bye week in between Championship Sunday and the Pro Bowl and Senior Bowl and Super Bowl week. Uh, Chris Law and Chris Brockman are also, as always, at their post. Good to speak with you, gentlemen. How you doing, buddy? Rich, good to speak with you. Good to see you. We have a special guest on the show this week. Joel McHale. Oh, nice. Is back on the podcast. I think we had him... When did we have him? He was on the Thanksgiving special of Ot uh, 12. Of Ot 12. So last year's Thanksgiving. Last year's Thanksgiving. Ot 13, actually, because we're in 2014. Oh, that's yeah. true. No, no, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, Ot so 12. he was on was our right. Thanksgiving. So it's incredible. I've lost track of the number of specials that we put together. That's, that's quite something. Um, so anyway, Joe McHale's in studio. And you and did, you did uh, the soup recently, I did, didn't you? yeah. I mean, when I did the soup back in October, I did it the day... I flew to Arizona for the Seattle-Arizona game, the one where the 12th man invaded um, Arizona. And um, so I did the soup that day, and he's like, I'll come back on. And, you know, we've been trying to get it done. He does communities in almost every scene of community. And they have a weird filming. Yeah. Weird filming schedule. It's it's crazy. So to, to get him f- free of the soup and community is, is not easy. Um, and uh, but I guess it's also easy to talk about your Seattle Seahawks when they're in the Super Bowl. So that's what he's going to do. He's coming in studio, right? Uh, yeah, he is. Perfect. He is coming in studio. Um, and um, so that's that's the sole guest. Now I don't know if we're gonna. I'm. I'm I don't think I'm prepared to make a Super Bowl prediction. You're not. Show. I'm well, not prepared. What do you mean you're not? I'm not prepared. You can't make a Super Bowl prediction until you see the team. <sighs> show up in the Super Bowl city and you hear them and you see them and you look at them and you you, you kick the tires. Yeah, but you don't bit. think they're going to look and appear the same as they did when we saw them on Sunday in victory? No, you never know how a team's going to handle a Super Bowl week. You well, never know. You never know what they're going to say. You never know who's going to get hurt. You never know what, anything of that nature. What Rich is saying is we don't have our, our guests fully booked yet for the Rich Eisen Super Bowl Well, special. we don't have that. So no. we, wanna, you know, we don't want to... Push oh, any, okay. anything out. Yeah. All right. You know what? That's another consideration. But I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and make a pick, and then have Rich somebody doesn't want it in my face. But, right. You don't want it to be bullet, no, bulletin board no, material. No, though, what we for talk team. about all week is we want to hear how loose the team sounds. We want to see how they handle the practices in the media and and what happens in practices. We, you know, this is all useful information. You can't just make a pick a week a week away. Sounds I like mean, somebody who's scared, even, no, though, even though he's won so many games this postseason in Week I'm 17, scared. to get back into the scared. picks. And even I did him a favor by picking opposite of him last week to give him a chance to get wait, back wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Brockman's no. trying to claim he picked opposite of you last week, not what he really thought was going to happen. That's no, that, no, that an is, outrage. Look, that is what I thought was going to happen, and I was wrong. But That's an outrage. Uh, I just hear nothing but excuses. Well, look, I'm in third place, and you know as the, the fine folks at No Fear say, first pl- or second place is first Loser. So I'll take my third place and I'll, I, I'll just go home. I am without a doubt not afraid, and I'm a, a veteran of, of Super Bowl week. This is my eleventh one. Eleven. Okay, this is my eleventh one. I have seen it all, pretty much, and I am fully aware that you need to go through a Super Bowl week in order to 
kick the tires. I mean, otherwise, I mean, when we talk media day, when we're at media day next Tuesday um, at, at the Prudential Center in downtown Newark, I mean, that's all we're going to be talking about is how are these guys handling the press? How are they handling the media? Do they look like they're having fun? Do they look like they're taking it too lightly? Do they look like they're taking it too seriously? That's all we do is kicking these tires. I, I can't imagine you'd think that I'm afraid, Brock. <laughs> and you did not pick opposite of me to give me a chance. You really felt this was going to be a 49er Patriots Super Bowl. I feel like we need stakes here, don't we, on this? Like Omaha stakes? No, Omaha. no, no. Like, uh... Like yeah. something. I think, I think we need to come up with something by the end of the show. Here's the deal. I think I know who Rich is taking, and I know who I'm taking, so it is going to come down to, the, to this game. I don't, I don't think we're taking the same team. But he might think that you think he's thinking one team and go the opposite. This could be interesting. He's not going to outsmart himself. Rich is, Rich is savvy enough to pick the team that he thinks is going to win. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who that team is. Because I believe Seattle has the better defense. I believe Seattle has a better running game. I think Denver has the better passing game. I think Denver, um, I think Denver and, and Seattle are, are dead even special teams. I just need to see next week play out before I make my pick. That's all. And I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out to what could be 700,000 followers by the time the – the game rolls around. Hey-o. You know, when we started I'm this, just, Rich, I'm I think you were, at, you were at about 230,000 when we yeah. started the podcast. Are you sure? It's a podcast bump. Half, well, right? listen, look at the podcast bump. We've won, a, we've won uh, Academy Awards for people. It's we've true. won Emmys for people. Yeah. I just listened back to that Coach Bill Courtney interview, by the way. We're difference makers. And that, that's still one of my favorites. Yeah, the, um, the, the, the Manassas uh, Tigers. Unde- Manassas undefeated. Tigers. Undefeated. Yeah was an incredible documentary and having him in and law you were twisting my arm about that for weeks i know yeah you you, you were saying what and then when you watched the film after i get uh, give it to you you were like i'm in that it was so good so you good know, so are you guys surprised that richard sherman is still a topic of discussion on tv shows and radio shows and i i can't believe that this thing is still being discussed this is what we do it's thursday I don't know. Bieber is kind of stealing some of his headlines. Bieber is stealing headlines. Yeah, I think Bieber's right. stealing headlines. Yeah, we're taping this on a Thursday. It's posting uh, early Friday. Yeah. And so, so Bieber was arrested Thursday morning in Miami, and I think that's kind of I'm, I'm rooting for Gitmo. Cut into here. the Richard Sherman <laughs> news. To send Bieber to Gitmo. Yes. <laughs> this, I mean, this is the worst thing that's infiltrated the United States since uh, I'm on season three of Homeland, and the guy came down from Canada right now. It's, it's, it's bad. I love it. Wait till you see the rest of it. I think you'll be equally as disappointed as I was. <laughs> that's what, that's what I keep hearing. Oh, I guess I'm glad I never got into that. But show. I'm not surprised at all. And if you heard Richard Sherman's press conference on Wednesday, he spoke, you know, very eloquently. He even drew comparison to, you know, he's been fighting the label of thug his his entire life as a kid that grew up in Compton, and he mentioned, you know, Watts and Compton, and then a guy that goes to Stanford. It's an oxymoron. And then he said. I flipped on the television the other day, and there was a hockey game that started, and there wasn't even any hockey played. It was just fighting, which I think we, you know we all saw the. It was the Maple Leaves and the Flames. I want to say. Uh, Flames Canucks. Flames Canucks, and and he said, you know, you don't see a thug label going out to to anyone there. Whenever it's just punches being thrown, and it's not even sport. And I was a little animated at the end of a game, and and here I am being labeled this. You know, I, I don't think it's fair, and I think he's a hundred percent correct. Yeah, you know, uh, I again the it, it, the poor sportsmanship was the only issue I had. Yeah, um, you know, because it doesn't matter what Crabtree and him were going through, and you know he did make the play to end the game, but he's not in a position to make the play to end the game if uh, Marshawn Lynch doesn't run for the hundred yards or Doug Baldwin doesn't get the two hundred all-purpose yards and. You know, uh, that that's the only issue I had with it and, and, and needing to explain that to, you know, kids who, who need to understand that. That's my only issue. I wasn't I didn't have any problems with any any other part of of yeah. of, of any of that. Um, and, and now, I mean, if he doesn't care the way he's viewed, that's one thing. But everyone, you know, the whole uh, entire week has been spent of just, you know, everybody understanding who he really is and what his background really is and how those ranting 29 seconds are run completely counter to exactly who he is and what he what he's come from and his stock etc cetera, etc cetera. 
And, you know, you, you take a look at the people who have tweeted on his behalf in the past 72 hours. Uh, ranges from Sean Payton on uh, on Wednesday night tweeted out what a great season he had and he should keep soldiering on. And on Monday or Tuesday, Hank Aaron tweeted. At I Richard did see Sherman. that. Saw that as well. Hank Aaron has tweeted eight times. The last time he tweeted was last October, and it was to retweet Bill Clinton talking about how the president was excited to have met him. He hadn't done anything since October, and he tweeted it, Richard Sherman, and I retweeted that because I thought that was absurdly cool. I mean, that was yeah. that was so cool. And I got tons of tweets back saying, you know, so you think it's cool to have somebody display such poor sportsmanship on the air, and you back up somebody who raves like a lunatic. And, you know, that's where Twitter doesn't have the nuance, right? And the issue is that Hank Aaron was tweeting at Richard Sherman to say that he's playing great and he should move forward and, and keep his head held up high, not because he he, he supports the, the sportsmanship angle. It's what came Richard Sherman's way after what came Richard Sherman's way after the interview on Twitter, as there was a deadspin entry about it, too, about the tidal wave yeah. of racist comments that were sent in Richard Sherman's direction. It's just the ugliest of the ugliest comments that no matter whether you thought he was right to pound his chest after the game and make a 30-second a interview about himself, or you thought he was well, you know... It, that he was way out of bounds. Nobody deserves what went was sent Richard Sherman's way. No, in that regard, not. and it's disgusting, and it's horrible, and if, for him to be called a thug, to be him to be called a thug, is absurd. What was thuggish about what he did? Yeah, it, he even pointed out. I think Richard Sherman said at his press conference Wednesday. I don't, you know, he hasn't done anything violent off the field. He hasn't been arrested for anything. Right. He's not that guy. He's he, he is an African American guy with dreads who was screaming like a lunatic at the end of this at the end of a game in front of a whole new audience that probably had never even heard of Russell Wilson or Colin Kaepernick coming into the game, let alone who Richard Sherman was or is or knows that he's a Stanford graduate and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it goes back to what we said earlier in the week. You get a guy 60 seconds after the game's over, his adrenaline is still obviously pumping. Yes. And you ask him, hey, what happened? And, you know, he's got a little beef with Crabtree. Who doesn't? And uh, you, you who, have a beef who with doesn't? Crabtree. Who, who doesn't? I was, trying, I was trying to slip that in there in case you guys don't know. Nice. But. I can't wait till Crabtree comes back <laughs> on and you have the opportunity to ask him if he'll see if he wants to look at Richard Sherman's ring. <laughs> I'm not going to stand down, Rich. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, you know, I thought it was kind of funny, like I said before, as it happened, and then the, the reaction to it has just been mind-blowing for me. We have an email group, uh, a, a chain of, of friends that this kind of subject came up with, uh, you know, the Deadspin article and responses, and and obviously some of the stuff that, that came out was awful, but somebody brought up the comparison of, of Johnny Manziel and the venom he gets also. And is it is it a race thing or is it because of the cockiness and the brash? Obviously, people took it to a race thing with the comments they made. But is some of the initial reaction um, just the overconfidence and cockiness that came out of him? And Johnny Manziel turns off a lot of people with his, you know, his money uh, fingers and, and stuff that he does and uh, a lack of sportsmanship. Uh, and, and that's probably the closest parallel to it. But it is sad when, you know, you click on any celebrity or somewhat famous person's Twitter uh, feed or their tweets and you see some of the at replies that, that those people have to deal with. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is incredible how it still has legs, though. Yeah. And he's gained, what, 500,000 Twitter followers? Is that true? Yeah. Wow. And it's only going to ramp up here. We're not even in New York yet. Holy you know, and anybody smokes. who says, I've already heard some pundits in our business saying that the league is going to try and muzzle him. That's absurd. That is positively absurd. Because try to muzzle him. He is going to be made available every single media availability, which is, I believe, every day up until Friday of Super Bowl week. They're, Seattle, both teams are arriving Sunday, correct? They're both arriving into New York on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Of, of this coming weekend 
and usually there's a media availability as soon as they step off the plane and get to their team hotel. And there's no way that Richard Sherman is going to be sat unless unless one maybe one of those availabilities on maybe Monday or Wednesday or Thursday, he won't be made available. Maybe. But certainly he's going to be on a podium. If the league wanted to muzzle him, they'd stick him up in the stands. He certainly already, he'll be at a podium. He's I been mean, speaking this week. They haven't been uh, hiding it from anything. It's, abs- it's absurd. I honestly heard that from a very well-respected source that the league will try to muzzle him. Well, he's still, tw- he's, still he's still tweeting and retweeting people, so certainly good that, for him. Like good, that form hasn't good been shut Good for him. Let him pound his chest and say he's the best in the game. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. Let him say that the LOB this, LOB that. That's great. But to say, you know, I I beasted this guy and I'll shut your mouth for you. You know, when when you're the one going to the Super Bowl, the other guy isn't. That's it. I mean, I mean that's mouth shutting enough. Yeah, scoreboard. <laughs> right. Look at the scoreboard. I'm going to the Super Bowl. You're not. That's all. And, you know, I've, I've never met him. I look forward to a chance to meet him next week. I, I really do. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and, and all this oxygen, like I said, is not pointing the direction of what a 100-yard performance Marshawn Lynch had. He was incredible. He was. Against that defense, they, he ran for 100 yards, and he busted one in from 40 yards out to tie the game in the second half after they stopped – the defense stopped Colin Kaepernick to start the first half. They scored a touchdown. It's sort of a reversal, even bettered what happened to start the game when Russell Wilson turned it over, leading to three points. They got the ball to start the game, got no points. The opposition got three. Yeah. To start the second half, the opposition got no points. They got seven. It was a huge touchdown, monster touchdown. Doug Baldwin, what he did for over 100 yards receiving and almost 100 yards all-purpose in returns was monstrous. Gave him good field position, got something going in a passing game that had been dormant essentially since maybe when they beat the Saints in the regular season. What a great, huge performance that was. Defensively, everybody else was lighting it up. And everyone's talking about Richard Sherman, and he even said that he he he, he regretted that. So I'm I'm looking forward to closing, you know, turning the page and moving on. But I don't know how that's going to happen next week. You know, Somebody, hope, somebody's going to do something. What, what I like too is, you know, Russell Wilson was asked about it being a distraction, and I think it would have been if Russell was a smoke and mirrors guy, but he's not. Like he puts in the time, he studies film, he's a, he's a student of the game, and I think his teammates know that and respect that about him. He he talks the talk, but he also you know, he walks the walk, and, and he puts in the time. You know, I, I love talking about this, and uh, it is incredible that nobody's talking about Peyton Manning the week before the Super Bowl <laughs> thus far. Uh, that'll get fixed next week. Um, shouldn't Joel McHale have been here by now? Yeah, yeah what time is it? We, uh, we got a little he, – he's in a little bit of a traffic snafu from what I'm hearing. A traffic snafu. Yeah, oh, that never happens in Los Angeles. Yesterday, the 405 and 10 were pretty much shut down to single lanes. Uh, I think today there's some construction going on. Well, there's so. heavy traffic on Venice Boulevard. That's how I come to work each day. And it, depending on what time – I mean, I live four miles away, and it'll, okay. take, it'll take me 45 minutes. So uh, I would I, guess – should, should, should we call him? Should we – I think we should because we're up a little bit against it with studio time today. Let's see if we can get him well, on the Well, because everybody's trying to get in a one last podcast before the Super Bowl. Exactly. Right, before everybody heads out to New York. Hmm. All right. Um, but maybe we should just get him on the phone. I hope he won't mind just yeah, doing give me, it on the give phone. Yeah, give me a sec. Let me try and get him on, and uh, you guys just keep mixing it up. Here. All right. All right. Law, okay. Law's going to latex it All right. for a second. So uh, Brockman and I are going. Joel McHale is going to be on this show. I'm excited. Uh, next like week, Joel. Chris, you are you are here in Los Angeles. Right? I'm going to be. And I are going to be in, in New York. Los Angeles because we have a television Monster special show. coming up. Yeah, well, we've got you've got two things. You got our TV special next Wednesday night at 10:30 Eastern time with Jim Brockmeyer returns oh. to the program. He we're, we're, Jim Jim uh, Jim's again still on that comeback trail. Um, it's been a long trail, Rich. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's been a long comeback trail for Jim. Um, and as always, we're here for him. I mean, he's a legend in the booth. All you got to do is go to funnierdie.com and put in Jim Brockmire, B-R-O-C-K-M-I-R-E, and you'll, you'll see his, his awful tale of woe. 
um, as told by uh, me, Dan Patrick, and one of our guests next week calling the Super Bowl on Fox, Joe Buck, telling the, the tale of, of uh, the demise of Jim Brockmeyer's career. Mighty fall. But we're always there for him, so uh, we asked Jim, would you like to go do media day for us? We'll get you your press pass. You can go and do media day. And he said, yeah. So Jim Brockmeyer, the legend of the booth, will be the legend of this year's media day. And that'll be um, – we're planning on closing the show with that, right? Yes. That's going to end the program. Okay. Uh, and we have other guests, too. Like we have other guests. Joe Buck. Joe we're, Buck. We're, we're hoping Aikman might Detroit. join Joe. Right. Yes. Um, who else do we have? Do we have anyone else we, secured? We, we, uh, we're very close to a very important person on the Broncos, okay. uh, within the Broncos organization. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to say. I wonder who might, might be on the organization. If you mention organization <laughs> – yeah, uh, uh, he's up the flowchart. We'll he's put up it the flowchart. Okay, so the Duke, um, the Duke might be on the hook here. Yeah, we're 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 uh, we're going on a drive for him. The, the no. dr- uh, yeah, that was a bad analogy. I speaking of which, Cleveland named a new head coach today. While we're while we're tap dancing for Joel McHale, it's not me, Rich. I just want to say I withdrew my name from consideration. Mike Pettin, the longtime defensive, not long time, but the the defensive coordinator for Rex Ryan's Jets, the first, I believe. Four years of Rex's tenure. Uh, this year, he moved on to be the defensive coordinator for the Bills. We, he did a great job there, and now he's going to Ohio. I love how the Browns said it's. It, it, they said it was it, their plan was going according to plan. There is no way they were <laughs> th- th- that when they fired Rob Trzynski the night of the end of the season that they were targeting Mike Pettin at that point in time. There's just that he might have been on a list. No way. I don't know, it could have been a long list, but be that as it may, I think he's a good fit there. Yeah. I think the folks the hard hard-nosed Ohio football fan will really enjoy his He's sort of like got this cower quality to well, him. Well, Mike Pettin's dad, Mike Pettin senior is a Pennsylvania high school legendary coach, um, Central Bucks West High School and, you know, won four state championships. And he came up coaching under his dad and then went to North Penn, a rival school. So you're right. He's got that cower just like in your face. He's got that quality about him. And I think I think Browns fans will enjoy it. But right now they're probably going, what in the world was the last 22 days all about? And, you know, especially since what they went down and, and interviewed Shiano on Wednesday. I don't know what that was for. Maybe they were trying to up their frequent flyer miles on the flight to Florida, but it just that wasn't working. I guess apparently Belichick called up and said, you should talk to him. And we know Lombardi and Belichick are close from their Browns years. So, all right, we're done. No t- more tap dancing. He's on. Yep. He's on the phone? Oh, yes, nice. he is. Excellent. He's on the phone. He won't, he's not here? Not here. We're working on it. All right. Let's go to the, let's go to the phone lines. Pleased to have back on the Rich Eisen podcast the supremely talented host of The Soup that could be seen weekly on uh, E-Channel on Wednesday nights and also Community on NBC Thursday nights with also friend of the program, Gillian Jacobs. He is, uh, however, on this show for the first time with his Seattle Seahawks, a freshly minted Super Bowl participant, Joel McHale. How are you, Joel? Uh, Well, first, uh, I'm terrific, obviously, because the Seahawks are uh, going to the big dance, but I am uh, apologetic because uh, for all of you uh, out there listening, how many uh, listeners do you have? We how have tens of listeners. Yeah, for the for the handful, for the handful. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I was supposed to be in studio, and uh, I'm not. I'm in my car. And I'm, yes. I'm, uh, that, what a dick I am. <laughs> Joel, listen, it, 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 uh, the phrase in the NFL is, it is what it is, and you can only control what you can control, and you can't control the taillights that you see in front of you due to the, of all things, uh, I believe it's the, the, new, the new rail system that's being put in it's in the a, Los Angeles area. Yes, it's ironic that... Uh, the rail, the brand new rail system that's supposed to get people to places faster and more conveniently is <laughs> it gets people to slow down. I'm still, as a just a way to say, I'm still in spirit. I'm still driving towards the studio. Okay, you're matriculating away. If if you make it, if you make it in time, you know, because we have our yeah. we have a limited time in the studio. With it being Super Bowl week, there's tons of people trying to claw their way in here. So. But right, right now we're holding well, we're holding them off. That's great. I'll uh, I'll be there and I should be. I mean, I'm going 122 miles an hour. Right now, so. <laughs> we cannot. 
Bieber style. Yeah, there's a Bieber style. Somewhere. There's a Bieber joke. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got some prescription drugs and drugs. Ah, all that. Yeah, it's how I like to drive. When I'm old, but that's usually only when I'm racing. Yeah, of course. Which is what you normally do when you're on Venice Boulevard in Culver City. At 1030 in the morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, that was a real smart move. Um, well, you're you're a good friend. You're a good friend to even come to to down here or in the area or be on the phone. And um, I'll give you I'll give you play by play of where I'm at Motor and Culver right now. Oh God! So, uh, so you're you're here. You're pretty much close. close. All right. So uh, here's what here's what we'll do. Here's what we're gonna right. do. We're gonna talk as you pull up into the driveway, and yeah. then stop down, and then have you come. That's no, that's that's that's. No. That's down. I'll just I'll just remain on the phone until I walk in. Okay, we could do that. We could do that. Here's yeah. what you do: you pull up to the end of the driveway, and when you do that, you uh, you you just pull over and just 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 drop your keys like it's you're dropping the mic somewhere in the area of uh, of security, which I believe Chris right. Law is on the phone with right now to tell them that this is okay for you to do. Okay, and, and then, I don't have keys. I, I stole the car, so I, it, it's hot wise. You have you have a screwdriver in the. Yeah. Yeah, really dangerous. Very good, man. This is this is right. this is this is uh, Marconi winning stuff. So I appreciate you you taking the time to do all this. Culver and, and Venice is that's right right. That's, he's almost here. Yeah, he's good. Just, oh, I literally, I, you can motor? probably hear my car coming. Park, park at security. Leave the keys. Valet will take care of you and come Fantastic. on. Fantastic. In the in the uh, mean in the meantime, Joel. In the meantime, yeah, yeah. Uh, are, you you are the uh, the twelfth man, right? We have finally we have finally stumbled upon the actual individual who is the twelfth man. That's you, correct? Thank you for saying that. Yes, I painted myself blue uh, last week, and um, I will not I will not unpaint myself for uh, <laughs> until we win the Super Bowl. So. Uh, that's how much confidence I have. And if you if you lose, then you you become you're you're part of the the twelfth the fifth oh, man of the no. blue man group, correct? The fifth I man. I will remain I will remain blue until I am going to the Rich Eisen. Uh, Rich Eisen works here, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah, Fantastic. Thank you. Make a left. All right. Um, Make a left. Yeah, no. Wait, what? That's no good. I uh, no, I just I just ran right through the guard shack here. Fantastic! I, I took him, I took him literally at his word. Terrific! Security okay. knows too. They're going to bring him up. Fantastic! There. Here comes Joel McHale. He is on the. We're doing the play-by-play here, of him on yeah. the phone. Uh, oh, excuse me, Mister Acura. Uh, <laughs> you going the wrong way. You guys got some crazy drivers here. I'll go grab him. Uh, you go right. grab him, Law. Okay, walk There's him in. No one there's no one here at the guard house. Here we go. Right Someone's there. coming. Someone's the coming valet. for you. Law, go. Slow-walking valet guy. Uh, <laughs> he's had a busy morning. There's yeah, a lot of cars here. Isn't that like every valet guy in L.A., though? Uh, I would agree, yes. Uh, this guy's not wearing a red coat, though, so he could just be wandering. <laughs> he, uh, he might he's actually he might steal your stolen yeah, car. That's true. This is good. He may be the original yeah, he's owner. Moving. He's moving very slow. This huh? is a very podcast slow. first. This is outstanding. Uh, We're making history, so Rich. Go ahead. Uh, he's, guys, we'll let, us know when, let us know when a hillbilly-looking dude with a huge, thick beard comes walking up to you. That's our, that's our producer, Chris Law. You're getting me very excited. Now, I'm switching over to my phone. Okay. No longer the uh, Bluetooth. No, okay. Here. When you're not Bluetooth and you're, you're closer, I know that. See you. Uh, here's the uh, keys. Oh, that guy finally caught up. <laughs> Are you going to just turn off? Here's the keys. Thanks. This okay. is fantastic. <laughs> We're walking in. So go, just go ahead with the questions. Rich. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Joel, uh, what, do you yes. think of our, what do you think of our parking lot and parking situation here at NFL it's- Network? It sucks shit. <laughs> Lost out here to write down the time code. <laughs> this is the dumbest parking ever because you got the cars par- there. Yeah. There's no way. No, no. It's it is it is the worst. It is the worst. Yeah. There's no way you can't drive. It, it, there's the spaces are way too. The, the lines. Oh God. The they, are way too close. Oh, together. we're swapping paint here, Joel. Just to merely park. Really. Parallel really parking dumb. is like a NASCAR event here. 
It's like Dukes of Hazard. Originally, the NFL, did they build this for the NFL Network? Or did you no. take over the building? We found this space. This, this space was here, and we have manifest destinied our way through most of the uh, – most of the stuff. There you are. There's John McCallum. <laughs> See right. the Hawks hat. Stay on great. the phone till here, Law. We're on uh, guest one. Guest yeah, one. He made. This is great. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. We'll turn off the phone. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Thanks for Thanks doing for this, man. This is fantastic. This has got to win us some type of award, it right? Is, this is. Podcasting first. Uh, this is great. I would say yes. We've, now, uh, we've annoyed all of your listeners. Here's the problem. I'm going to unfortunately ask you to leave and now Skype with us. Is <laughs> okay. that okay? Is that all right? We'll Good see to you see later. you here. Yep. We'll, we'll get you go. on. Uh, yep. Yeah, we will FaceTime for the rest That's of this conversation. That's fine with me. Uh, let's try use. Uh, who just said? Oh, that was know. Chris Law saying Thanks, we have 20 Chris. minutes when we need it. Uh, so how are so. you? How was the drive? It was awful. <laughs> I hated it. He was hands free. By only the way, thing worse, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only thing the worse car. was the parking. So okay, nice, Good. Wa- nice watch. Thank you. Well, th- I think you said that to me when I came on for the soup. By the way, that's probably you, very. You true. may have said that. Yeah, you still you, have the same watch. I do. Hmm. I do. Ripped off. From <laughs> the NFL's not paying you. Enough, ripped huh? from the same cold, dead wrist of the man who I took it from. Oh, who's that? Oh God, I don't know these people. The valley I just guy take outside. their belongings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The valley guy outside. He oh, wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't moving one day. He is like uh, a walking corpse. <laughs> He's on the Walking Dead. He's he, on the Walking Dead. I, I boy, he should be. He should drive an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Good be, to see you. Nice to see. Look you. at you All rocking right. your Seahawks lid. Uh, I like well, it. This is the uh, we're at uh, we're at, you know we're at ground zero for. Uh, for wearing paraphernalia. This is it. This is it. Yeah, I mean, you should uh, see my underwear <laughs> or my thong. It's, it's the twelve. It's the twelfth. Uh, those are the twelfth boys. Yeah, I went that, on that uh, Ellen yesterday, and uh, she gave me a uh, Seahawks thong. Did she really? Which I put on. No kidding. On camera. That's really next level it's stuff. It's career there, shortening, as I like to <laughs> say. Like over the pants. Like remember that cartoon, Doug? Oh no, I took my pants off. Oh, okay, good. Put it right. That's on. what you yeah. do when, yeah. when you go on Ellen. Yeah, when you're on Ellen, you can. Do I wouldn't anything. know. I, 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 I've not been. Daytime on television. Ellen. You can pretty much get do it whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Great. Are are you disbelieving that your Seahawks are in? What are, what are your what are your thoughts? It on, is on your Seahawks well because when we got in '06, that was the first time I was kind of like, "This is amazing." Mm-hmm. And now that we're back, and now it it's kind of like we're the, this our, this is the one we're gonna do it. You think this? You didn't have as much confidence going against the Steelers as you do against Peyton Manning. I, this time th- I no, I well, I think this team is is uh, better. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I do think, yes, just the fact, now that we're there a second time, I'm like, all right, we're, this is, we're going to win this one, uh, I think. You got a good I feeling hope, about yes. it. Well, I got a good feeling because I am a big fan of the team. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the defense is really good. They're incredible. And They're better. Can, Let's put it that way. Th- their defense is definitely better yes. than Denver's defense. I don't think there's any argument about right. that. And I think everyone keeps talking about, well, if it's really cold, that's going to be hard on Peyton. So, and I, I think Peyton can throw the ball in any weather he wants. I agree. But, it will be a quite a matchup. That's and the narrative that he'd like to stick where the sun doesn't shine, is what he said. Yeah, I, I think that guy can operate in pretty much any situation. I, that's the that's the law. That's the issue to me here, right? Is how he is going to perform because the defense, Seattle's defense, is better. You could sit here and say Marshawn Lynch is one of the best playoff running backs we've seen in the ten years we've been on yep. the air here, and. How will Peyton Manning play? Right. Can and, he somehow? But you, I guess you could ask that question about everything. You'd be like, how's the defense? We know that, we know that everyone's going to play well, right. I, I think. I mean, I, I, I feel See, like. You, you've now cut to the heart of, of why what I do for a living is complete bullshit. Right. Because, <laughs> right. because we could sit here and say that about any. Well, it really depends upon how if that he plays left well, guard it's yeah. plays. You right. Because if that left guard doesn't protect Peyton Manning, I mean, we could parse. Right, anything we want, and try and make it sound like it's the most important thing about the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I'm you, going to do that for the next two weeks to try and tap dance. Yeah, I feel like it, we say things like, "Well, you think he'll get nominated for an? You think Matthew McConaughey? Well, if he's good in that movie, he oh, might." Let me. <laughs> and then you go, like, "Oh, well, well, right. Well, he's yeah. he's good in it. So, well, then, yeah, he, there's a good chance. There is a good chance he'll be nominated if he's good in the uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Well, then, yes. Yeah, so we busted Mariucci on our uh, game day morning show a couple of weeks ago. We did where he. His his he he was basically saying here's what's going to happen in uh, the the Chargers Bengals game. It's Mike McCoy's first playoff game as a head coach, and Marvin Lewis has never won a playoff game as a head coach. So today today somebody's going to get their first win. <laughs> 
as head coach. And like that was his bold prediction. That was his bold prediction. <laughs> that, what? And it somehow slipped past <laughs> would, all of us in everybody, real time. Nobody noticed it. And then the next week, we replayed it for him, like sort of like, like you said nothing. What was that? <laughs> you know, like, what was that? Look, Someone if, if is if going that to red, win. That that red light turns green mm-hmm. when we're at the 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 cross. You know, when we're there at, at the, the intersection. Yeah, 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 we're right there. When that turns green, then mm-hmm. you're going to go. Yes. That's that's how simple. That is exactly what I do for a living. But we all eat it up. It doesn't matter. You can speculate <laughs> anything. You can that's be good. like, if a, you know, if there's a chance mm-hmm. that a, a leopard will be set free and run around the field, <laughs> that'll be bad. For, we'll have to capture the leopard. Yes, and it could be a distraction. Yeah, for well, that's the word, by the way, of Super Bowl week in the media <laughs> is distraction. Right, because we in the media want to talk about distractions. Right. That's all we talk about. Now, why doesn't the media walk up and just go, am I distracting you? And, and just like <laughs> I, wave yes. your hands. I know you should be practicing right now, but I'd like to ask you, does this distract you? At all. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you I right now. I should try that at media day. <laughs> you should, because That'd like, be great. Am I distracting you? Because that's what we want to talk about. Is something a distraction? And we talk about it enough until it is one. Yes, the and then wonder if it can be overcome. And I think we do that in the media because we want to be a factor. Well, you want to be paid too. Well, that's true too. What if the teams were like, "Look, we don't want any distractions," and mm-hmm. then they were like, so, and then uh, you know, like all these, you know, ESPN, NFL, all the mm-hmm. now Fox, CBS were like, "Great, why don't you go ahead? We won't show up. No media days. <laughs> nothing. It. We'll just see you. That we'll see you on that Sunday. Out. We don't worry about it. We'll just let you practice." We don't want to. We don't want to mess with you. Wow, that would be truly groundbreaking. Stuff. And then it would be you'd just be like, I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think yeah. they're up to there yeah. right now? Right, they're well, probably running some plays. They're probably that's what they're doing. Doing right some now. jumping jacks. And perhaps. if they do it well, they might win. You know what? But if yeah, they get distracted during their non-distract, they'll be distracted by not having distractions. So if we don't show up, <laughs> right. Then that would potentially be distracting, distracting, or attra- because they're going to be worried what happened to you, what happened to me, right? Or it's initially attractive to them mm. that they don't have to deal with us, and then we just suddenly show up on mass once, all at once on Sunday, totally distracting, to- right? Yes, they'll be scared. Maybe because they need to ease into the distraction mm-hmm. of you guys, so it can't be all at once. It's like it's like pounding a bottle of tequila. You gotta build up a tolerance <laughs> before you're able to do that. I don't know. You do, but you I like how I, I watched a report yesterday, just speculating. They're like, "Well, we might have Super Bowl on Monday." Yeah, no, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, we might because you take a look at the weather, and we all know how accurate that is. Right. Is that a story? Is that Again, a story in this Super Bowl, Rich? The so weather? Dumb. It's just that's like, well, there's a chance doing. the fleet of helicopters from Apocalypse Now might show up. That's true, but we're not. We're prepared. <laughs> I ju- I ju- it's just crazy. The, the, the that is the one of the big stories. Obviously, is boy, yes, it, it is. could be cold weather. It oh, could be because it's New York on February the second, or right. New Jersey in February the second, and usually it can be cold then. Yeah, I know. These are the sorts of problems that <laughs> a lot of millionaires have to deal with That's on the field. <laughs> 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 All these ads being sold, what are they going to do? What are they going to do in their 50-yard line seats? There, I guarantee, no matter how bad the weather is, that Super Bowl will be played that Sunday because too much is riding. I think um, the earth could be cracking open, <laughs> and there's no way with all the money that's been spent. There's no way it's not. They'll just be send played. everybody home. We'll see it. We'll see you Monday, everybody. Yeah, right. Now, super, super Monday. And we'll wonder how distracting that is to the guys to have to wait another day. <laughs> oh, right. A true Groundhog a, Day. It's a true. Play, play it the next day. Well, right? that, actually, it is Groundhog I know, Day. Right. February second. February second yeah. is Groundhog Day. Again, yeah. no relevance to anything. But <laughs> again, a made-up, weird, stupid holiday that nobody cares that's about. True. I mean, other than it made one of the greatest comedies of all, all time, right? Right? it's worth it for that. Right, but that Peyton Manning's alarm goes off. Gobbler's he not. slaps it right, right. and then and he takes the hammer and right, and yeah. then lives the day and thinks he's won the Super Bowl. Right, it's the greatest thing Which ever. It has not happened. He goes to sleep, alarm goes off. It's Super Sunday again, right. and he's got to play the, the game all the time. And he gets he gets beat again. 
That's what you're saying. So right? it'd be by the Seahawks. Is that what he just gets beat? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. And then my when he figures out the whole day, he just gets beat maybe by a touchdown less. <laughs> you he figures out that it's like, oh, he doesn't. No, he. <laughs> what would Peyton we Manning's, win no matter what? what even would, if he's like, oh, I just lost anyway. <laughs> what would his so, record be if he had to play the Super Bowl over and over? And we over wouldn't again. know. He's caught in a space-time continuum. Vord, uh, rip. Whatever in ten the, and eleven is over and over again. It's a loop. Right? Yeah, is that what it would be? It's a wormhole. It is a wormhole. Are you going to the? Uh, it no. looks like I am. Yeah. Are you really going yeah. to the game? Nice. Uh, I have some friends at Xbox that are going to send me. Well, hopefully so. the word box is key uh, to the actual experience. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't. I'm bringing a box with me. Okay. You're bringing your own like my luxury own box. Is that yes. right? It will sit in my seat perfectly. Very nice. It's a, I'm jerry-rigging it now, and I th- it's pretty flammable. So you'll be, are you going outdoors? Like, you know, the commissioner's sitting outdoors. He said he's going to sit outdoors. Really? Yes, he is. I, with his my official guess commissioner Gore-Tex. right now he is employing a lot of scientists that are making pants that will keep him heated. Special commissioner pants. Yes, that they should be doing much more important things. He will be well, they will be electrified completely. <laughs> to be just sitting in his Gore-Tex pants. Yeah, I, but my guess. I, wow, you're going to be there. That's cool. Are, you're going to be there. Oh, yeah. But you're going to be inside. I'm there you're going to wear this. I'm there, I'm there all week distracting people. By the Anybody. Way, this is a great idea, Joel. Like to literally distract them with my hands. Like I'm not touching you. Is this just, a distraction? Just like every, hey, over here. <laughs> I might do that to Richard Sherman. You should. What do you think? Uh, Don't you think that would be good? I think his hair is distracting enough. Everything it's so was luxurious. About, where do you stand on Richard Sherman? Where do you stand on that? Well, I, I, it has been interesting seeing the wave of how. And now there's articles like he's going to have millions of endorsements. Now. That's right. It's all working out great. And that used to take weeks to play out. Now, in the social media world... A day. It's it? Yeah. We I saw mean, the Beats by Dre commercial, right? That well, he's all, him, he already they, did they that. They produced that in advance, but he's called a thug in that, in that right. commercial, oh. which is amazing oh, timing for them. And, it, and he talked about it yesterday, and yeah. I, it, was, it was well... The, what he said was very true and poignant. Eloquent. I thought it. so, too. I mean, the, the mistake he made was just disrespecting his opponent. That's all. In yeah. my mind, but. it is it, there. I know it goes back to that thing where we we expect them to come, everyone to have that faux humble thing, and yes. they're like, "Well, it's just a great game, it's a great team, and blah blah blah." And you know, inside they are running them. They're like, "We're the greatest!" Yeah, know, right? <laughs> they want to pound the chest. We just we we're doing, and that's why people like you know boxers and MMA fighters can say all that stuff. Right. And they're like, "No, I am the greatest, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna." kick your ass. I mean, they say that, and it's no problem for mm-hmm. some reason. But that seems like that would be ripe for spoofing. Could you the imagine Sherman, a boxer Aaron coming Andy. out and go like, oh, he's going to kick my ass if I, you know, if I don't have a good fight. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, if, but, yeah, no, obviously in the moment. for spoofing. That, yeah. That, that, like, yeah, that would, would be right up the, the soup alley. It would. But the, here's the problem. Yes. Is that I, I literally said to the soup audience as we taped the show yesterday, I go, did you guys watch uh, the playoff games last weekend? No hands. No way. Everyone is just like, play off of what? <laughs> what do you play off of? Are you you like a like a like an improvised show? No like who's like they? So fifty six million people watched it. None of them were in the soup audience. Yesterday. Not yesterday. So Rich the, was a big hit when he was on the show. Yeah, then. I must have been a huge hit. There must have been. They who's, thought who's you were Paul Dan Giamatti. They thought you were Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Uh, Great actor, by the way. So I have no problem from with that. the Northwest. I have no problem with that. Uh, no, they. But it is interesting to see how the uh, demographics skew when yeah. it comes to that stuff. When you go, I was like, you guys didn't. This, like one person was like, yeah, I like, I like to see him. And then, <laughs> and I was like, do you know what they did this year? He's like, ah, they they finally they finally signed Cano, and so they don't know. No, yeah, so nice. But uh, but I, I. You'd have to re- now that story is everywhere, so it it's a, li- a little, you know, it would be a little bit easier to do. But Justin Bieber, you know, that's much more in the <laughs> the in the, or if or Selena Gomez is doing something, or Duck Dynasty does something, then we're you know Duck we're, Dynasty. We're gold. By the way, is one of the the if you polled NFL players, that's the number one show of NFL I don't players watching it. is Duck Dynasty for real. You see the numbers on that show? It's absurd. It blows away networks. I mean, by a mile. Beat American Idol. It beats right? everything. The same thing with uh, Sons of Anarchy when it's on. Right. It gets they get crazy numbers, and it's funny how because no one in the network seems to be uh, notice. They're kind of like ah, that's just a thing that's happening. Don't worry about yeah, that's, it. And that's cable. They keep yeah because cable has obviously made a what mark in the last <laughs> twenty years. What are, we, what are we doing over here? We're doing nothing. Cable. 
right? No, not at all. I'm basic. I'm, I'm, I'm just a basic cable sports guy. That that's is not true. You have to pay for the packages with the NFL. Oh, that's true. Okay. So, so I'm, you just, are I'm, a, a tiered, I'm a tiered cable you're a sports premium. guy. <laughs> I'm a premium. Premium. boy. So when I, have, when I buy the Seahawks full season, right. that, that is not true. What cheap. did you call me, James Bond, on Twitter? You tweeted out that I looked like double Well, the James look Bond on your face for, was... For the Marriott commercial or something like that? I called you if Paul Giamatti was playing James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're very suave in that commercial, and uh, you, you, it's there's there's some great makeup that yeah, happened. There was no Aston. Lighting. I didn't jump. There was no Aston Martin to jump into. There was there wasn't any of that stuff. Do you have like a Marriott black card? You can walk in anywhere and just <laughs> Mar- go like they're like oh, Mr. Ryan. It's a cor- right this way. I have a courtyard by Marriott. Would you like a kitchen card. or uh, <laughs> or banana? We we can provide the potassium for How you. How much do they pay you for that? Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my favorite question. Oh, that's you're doing so well. How much do you get paid? Right. We're not. I like. Well, I mean, we could definitely compare uh, receipts, and I would. I would probably take yours. I'll take your receipts of what I bought. Yes. Because I just bought a sour apple spray to spray on the uh, legs of my furniture, so my puppy will stop eating it. So I have a receipt for that. <laughs> okay. And then I have a receipt for some pills to give the dog uh, so it'll stop eating its shit. So. Well, maybe that's why people weren't <laughs> hopping to it outside to uh, get your car is because of that's the, they're not in, keen on the sour apple smell. That's true. I did maybe spray it on the tires. Maybe we're going full circle here. Hmm. How do, we got really off. Okay. So what do you think is the final score of this game? What's your prediction? 75 no. to 2. Uh, for some reason, they get a safety. They do get a safety. Oh, I don't so know they, 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 they Actually, Russell it's two Wilson extra goes points. down. It's two extra points that we spot. 75 to 2. I, you, know, you, you like it? So you, you're serious? You like your Seahawks. You're, 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 you're confident. You like it. I really do. I, uh, I really do. like Because when I watch the Seahawks games, they are – it, it might be because I'm too close to them, but they're crazy games. It seems that the Seahawks have had a lot of crazy games this year. And they I have. think that – and people are like, gosh, that game was crazy. And the last, and they're always crazy because they remind me when I was playing football. You do that, you do these drills where they just throw the football out, and you two guys just run at it. Yeah, right. And every every play seems to be like that. And then Russell Wilson is, I think, is one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league. And you and he, when a play gets broken. There's stuff happening, and it, it, it we're in. I always think like, well, we got a chance here, or in that first play of last week's game, the fumble. I was just like, this is part of the narrative. This is just part, <laughs> part of, of the, the narrative. narrative. That's right. It's all fine, and so I feel like um, if we, if we, I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but if we can play our game, <laughs> no, if we Good. play that game, sure. I think as crazy as we, I, I think there's just this crazy energy, kind of like. This sounds t- uh, too much, too cliche, but you know, like when um, NC State won back in mm-hmm. 1980, when was it? Four, three, three. It was just like every game was crazy. Every game seemed impossible. Sometimes every game, you know, the games we it seems like we should win. We're tough, and, or, and the games that you know, like we weren't supposed to win, uh, we we won. So I, I think I think that's what it'll, I well, hope. It, I mean, I wouldn't be going if I didn't think we could win. There you go. Of course. Well, because good. I'm going to be standing next to Roger Goodell just with his warm drinking pants. gallons of hot chocolate. Trying to get the warmth from his pants, his I, special you know pants, what? his I magical will, pants, here's his traveling pants. When I freeze, yes. when I get frostbite, yeah. I'm going to break off my finger, mm-hmm. my, my, my index finger, because we will have won, and mm-hmm. I'll be, we'll be number one. I'll just break off that index finger and throw it on the field. And I'll look for it. You can, you can have it. You can wear it as a necklace. <laughs> I'm touched. See, it's I'm that. touched. Thank you for coming in and battling the traffic. We're not done. Yeah. Rich is going to leave. We're going to just continue the conversation. Yeah, I wish. Oh, you're going to go talk to second graders. I'm going to go talk to man. That's what I'm going to go do. That's exactly what I'm going to say is uh, when they ask, what, what do you do for a living? I, I try my, my best not to f*** it up. Yeah, so no, just say. say like, well, I was in a movie called Sideways. <laughs> really put me on the map. Right. My I'm dad is commissioner of baseball. <laughs> big fan and, of uh, and, Pinot Noir. Exactly. And um, hey, hey, everybody, um, that's who I am. So Yeah. So, so go. who wants to come at me now? <laughs> and then just fight each kid. Uh, all right. Go see the soup on uh, E-Channel. Uh, community, say hello to. Community. Watch Community next Thursday. Next Thursday night. Uh, after. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah I'm going to burp. But um, good. Yeah, please. Eight o'clock. Wonderful. Uh, 7 Central on NBC. On NBC. Home of the live sound of music.
You know, they're doing Peter Pan, and uh, maybe you want to do some, maybe some stunt casting. Well, I, I would love to do that. Uh, I'll, I'll get with uh, Giamatti's reps. We'll see what we can do. Okay. We'll Why, do that. You don't even talk to them. They just assume it's you. Just they walk just, in. Okay. You know, it's me. I own it. I just got to own it. Just show up with the tights. Thank you. Joel McHale okay. back on the Rich Eisen Let's podcast. get back on the phone now and try. <laughs> Skype. Okay, back. Joel McHale, everybody. Wow. Well, that, that, that ended up working out. That is the first ever <laughs> phoner in person we've ever done and probably will ever do. That's podcast history. I think that worked out pretty good. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> so, so. Um. Well, you got a lot of, hopefully you got all the bleeps because we, that was good. I, I, I heard I may have missed one while I was out there uh, pulling him in, but I heard him say it directly, so uh, I got it. And you you didn't get the, you, you got the real-time code. I got right. the, right. Yeah, exactly. Not the time code, the real-time code. Oh, my gosh, almighty. And in the meantime, as soon as he walks out the door, we go on NFL.com, and there's a video up of him interviewing Richard Sherman. Yeah, if you check it out um, on NFL.com right now, I guess he was up at the Seahawks facility earlier this season, and he does a stand-up interview with Sherman, and it's pretty funny. His kids are in the background. You can't see them. But right. apparently they start making noise, and he cuts away a couple seconds in, tells his kids to shut shut the hell up, <laughs> and they're just sitting there dancing. They're like four and three. But that's from the regular season, right? Yeah, that was yeah from it's the funny, season. though. Okay. Check it out. Very good. Um, I, I have one, one while we're on the Seahawks. Uh, have, I, I think the Derek Coleman story is incredible. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. What a good story. What a good kid he, he is. And that Duracell commercial. Oh, is, yeah. Gosh. Unbelievable. We're talking about the fullback. Yet another player on the Seahawks roster that personifies their coach's mantra of always compete and that if you can compete and you can do your job, You've got a spot on this team, no matter what your background or pedigree or lack of one is. And that's one of the reasons to root for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I've got to be honest with you. For those that don't know, I mean, he's the first NFL player that's legally deaf and first offensive NFL player that's legally deaf. And yeah, and when Russell Wilson changes the play, he's got to go directly into his face mask so he reads his lips. Yeah. It's incredible. It is incredible. Search out that was, Duracell commercial that Brockman mentioned because it's, it's special. Yeah, but it's about how without the Duracell batteries he can't hear with the device in his ear. And he's the one who caught the tipped ball touchdown on the yeah. Monday night against the Saints. Right. Incredible. Incredible. And I guess there was an, a letter that he responded to by hand, by handwritten response to a deaf fan who wrote to him. To a, like a, a six-year-old kid. Oh. It was so cute. Can't, can't make this stuff up. No. All right, so we're off. When do you go to the uh, When do you go to the Super Bowl? Uh? Well, I'm flying out Friday night on a red eye. Actually, I get in uh, right. Saturday. And and, I leave. Um, uh, I'll be there next week. And um, media day again is when uh, we will tape most of the special, including Jim Brockmeyer out correct. there. That's next Wednesday, 10:30 p.m. Eastern time after the Jerry Rice Football Life, the Goat, and post show reaction uh, program that will come from Times Square, I believe, with Jerry Rice, correct? Yes, they're doing okay. it uh, live there in Times Square. Wonderful. So definitely check that out. All right. Our show re-airs on Saturday as well. If you, for some reason you miss it, okay. I want to say at one o'clock. So let's let's check b- before we go on on our on our on the, all the fantasy and all the the housekeeping stuff, right? Um, where where there's no contest between us, correct? In the fantasy. Correct. No, for, the, for the fantasy challenge? Yes. I mean, I can't imagine that there that's, would be. That, and that's over. Who Who is leading our group right now, Chris Law? I didn't mean to surprise you. It's all good. I'm getting there right now. I'm on, I'm on a different computer this week, so I have to sign in, oh. which, as you know. That's which, as you know, that's dicey. I'm signing in myself right now. That's whack. Okay, the leader is, uh, wait, no, that that's the picks one. Hold on. I thought I had it. Rich, you were set up pretty well because you had you're getting. I'm getting four, four times, times the correct? points for everybody except I am. This one I'll choose now. Okay, uh, I'm going to go Doug Baldwin. I'm I'm going to see. Hopefully he. Who'd you he, lose? I lost Crabtree. Crabtree. Because you know he's M E D I O C R E. Um, <laughs> so I've heard right. Um, reports. Yeah, reports have it that he is mediocre. Right. So I am going to uh, replace him with Doug Baldwin. I can't go with all Broncos. No. So the field is wide open because the guy that's in first place, uh, it's DSO82's picks, and he's in first place by a a wide margin. Um, Has Colin Kaepernick as his quarterback, LeGarrette Blount. He's 21 points ahead. 
and uh, Anquan Bolden, Phil Dawson, and the Niners D. So he's going to pretty much be out, which means uh, the field behind can definitely catch up. I've so, got 322. I have, I have 366. How are you in front of me? Well, I, I had a I had some big days. Because of week one. Yeah, I had some big days early. But and you're gonna so, your escalators right. will, will catch you up. I have I have only two players getting four times the points. Seattle defense and Marshawn Lynch. How many points do you have? I have uh three sixty six. How many do you have? Left? I have four hundred and seventy two. How is that Whoa. at all possible? How what, is what this rank at what all rank are possible? you? I'm in seventy fourth place. Wow, that's fantastic. Chris, how is that all possible, Chris Law? Because uh, I have Peyton you, Manning, right, I, and this is last week as well, right. Peyton Manning, Noshawn Moreno, Marshawn Lynch, Wes Welker, Demarius Thomas, Julius Thomas, Matt Prater, and the Seattle Seahawks. Wow, yeah, but guess what? I have all of those except instead of Welker, I had Crabtree, and and I've had all of them as two point bonuses. Yeah, and I had three point bonuses last week. I How have, do you have more points than I, me. I have four point bonuses for Super Bowl on Lynch. Thomas, Seattle D, Prater, and Julius Thomas. I have three times the bonus on Moreno and Peyton. I have four times the bonus for the Super Bowl on Peyton, Lynch, Moreno, Demarius, Julius Thomas, Matt Prater, and Seattle Seahawks. Four times the bonus on all of them. Looks like the latex might uh, might prevail here. But how how is that possible? That's incredible. You know what? This is this is this is. This right now, oh, are, oh, wait, has, we wait. have to check again. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy that forgot wait, to pick. Wait, do you, do you? So wait, Rich, are you saying that there is a NFL.com maybe second floor conspiracy? Yes, yes, there is. Uh, someone on our development team is is somehow, like going in and like. Yes, there is. Oh wow, I'm in 72nd place overall. It's pretty. Uh, you know why? I'll tell you why. I had 176 points coming into the week, right? Yeah. Okay. This now tells me I have 322 points now. Let's do the math, okay? That's 150 points, correct? Right. Guess what? how many points Peyton Manning had for me last week? How many? 72. Guess how many points Demarius Thomas had for me last week? I don't know. 57. Guess how many points Matt That's Prater had for me last week? 48. That's already 150 points. I think you're on the wrong week, Rich, because I'm showing you as 501 overall points. Well, I'll tell you what. It's not, it's not refreshing. Yeah, and Brockman's at three sixty six. Yeah, three sixty six. No so, wonder I'm up. Yeah, you're. Uh, you got to get your your cash checked there. You might not be. Um, your your cash is. So you're updated. in good shape. You're in good shape. You're, you're, you're beating you're... me. However, Doug Baldwin is only on a single escalator for you. So if that is correct, if uh, Wes Welker goes off so, in the Super Bowl, I have a yeah, chance. I got to check my cash. So what? What? What is my rank? What is my rank? You overall are in five hundred and. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm sorry. That's your score. Let me. Check your yeah, rank. you have 501. You're ahead of me. That's all I know. You're, you're, I think you're probably in the top 50 of our group. 9,000. So yeah, I've got 501 points. So who's in? Wow, man. So there's a chance I can win this thing. Is there a chance I can win? On that would my be own amazing group? if you won our uh, group. Yeah, our, our leaders are in the, in the five, 577 uh, no, range, Rich. I don't think I can catch them. So it's going to be tough for you. All right, and then we're going to pick our we'll get our picks next week, okay? And we'll 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 make a obviously an audio podcast out of all we're putting together for um for the Super Bowl special. So I look forward to seeing you next week, Chris Law. Yeah, and if if the Broncos fans out there are wondering why we're a little light Broncos on this episode, check out the earlier week podcast if you if you missed it. Yeah, we were heavy on the AFC Championship. Yeah, game. exactly. We're making up for it. Um, Good chatting with you, boys. Can I give an international uh, shout-out this week? I was on an international podcast in Ireland, Rich. Um, You mean you were on in the United Kingdom? Yes, yes, yes. No, no. By the way, we've gotten lots of videos and, like, pictograms of uh, what exactly constitutes the United Kingdom. Law was so far off, it was uh, not even funny. Uh, actually, didn't actually, teach hold on geography at the Penn State. Uh, I just need to. I just need to correct you. It's very funny. <laughs> it's yeah. actually very, very funny. I uh, I had to make sure that uh, you know peace was was kept between us and in Ireland, and uh, I went on the Overtime Ireland podcast. So mm. check that out. It was fun stuff. Okay, so awesome. one, that's very good. Uh, listen, guys, uh, Brockman, we will miss you, but we will give you full updates. And Chris Law. I will see you next week. Yeah, and for, you're getting me into all the parties, right, Rich? Uh, by parties, you mean what? I mean, there's a Bud Light party, uh, Dave Grohl's playing of the Foo Fighters, see, the Maxim giving, party. Here's the problem. I don't know about any of them. Oh, man. Come on. I'm a, I'm a father of three. 
<laughs> with an absurd television schedule. So I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, you guys have boy. a blast. I will hold down the fort and stay warm. All right. You Out take care. You. That is uh, the, it for our final pre-Super Bowl edition uh, or pre-Super Bowl week edition. Next week, Joe Buck. Uh, hopefully we'll get Aikman with him and an undisclosed Bronco or Seahawk together for a podcast to get you set for Super Bowl 48. This is uh, the end of this show. Thanks to at Joel McHale uh, on the phone and in person. Good job, Law, going out there and getting them in and corralling them. That was fun. And at Chris Law, at Chris Brockman, I'm at Rich Eisen for At The Eisen Podcast. Peace out. Stay listening, friends. <laughs>